Hello everybody, Dr. Amy here. I wanna talk, I was just in, we were doing a, um, a training session, a Q&A session in Focus, the Lead Access group. Those people that take the certification and join in Elite Access where we do clinical support and questions and advanced training and procedures, lots of procedures, lots of communication. That's what we were just doing. Um, but it made me think about something I wanted to talk about to this group about. And that is one of the biggest challenges, whether you, you, you've taken a lot of advanced um, seminars and trainings and certifications, whether it's in functional neurology, whether it's in chiropractic, pediatrics, um, in any neurodevelopment space, really. The biggest challenge I can say really that I see across the board is that we still are with high level uh, learners or people that are just getting into this pediatric and neurology and neurodevelopmental disorders world is pretty much across the board we're chasing symptoms. Even if at first we're not chasing symptoms, like in our communication, in our beliefs, in our mindset, we're saying, hey, I, mom that comes to me, I want you to know I am not treating your child's ADHD. I am not treating their hyperactive behavior. I am not looking to suppress that. I'm not looking to just cover that. We are here to get to an underlying cause, look for a primary condition that may be leading to a secondary condition which commonly can look like hyperactive behavior or impulsive behavior or whatever. That primary condition is what we call subluxation. It can cause, cause altered neurological function, inefficiencies in communication between the brain and the body, i.e. input processing output challenges. And let's just say you nailed that and that's you're really good at that and you say that and that's your first visit, that's your day one, that's your day two, that's the beginning of care. You do an amazing chiropractic exam because I'm sure all of you are doing an amazing chiropractic exam and you make the case for that and then you start working and their symptom isn't getting better. Their hyperactivity isn't getting better, they're still hyperactive, they're getting in trouble in school, they're impulsive, their mom's going nuts at home, mom and dad, or whatever, and, and parents are like, hey, I totally get that we're not treating that, but Johnny is still super hyperactive and we're getting, you know, complaints about him from the soccer coach and also, you know, parents, teachers at school, all that stuff. So what's the deal? And what happens is because we don't have a super solid understanding of what we're actually doing chiropractically um, and in our office and how to communicate that and how to have exams and re-exams to know when is it time, is it ever time to add in another team member, maybe a neurooptometrist, maybe nutrition, maybe primitive reflex integration, maybe, you know, some of your functional neurology, neuro rehab exercises. All of those can be great, um, but they don't, we don't use them as a, let's just grab these, throw random darts at the dartboard, which is the symptom, and hope one of them lands. See, that's when we start to lose the understanding of where chiropractic fits into this picture. Um, we start to lose the understanding of what's really going on with these kids, and we start chasing symptoms. And the provider starts to get burnt out. The provider, you, start to feel like, does this even work? I'm frustrated. I don't know how to communicate this to the parents. Parents are frustrated. They're coming and then they're dropping out. So you're starting off great. And so often we start, we turn into chasing the symptom or using a modality or a therapeutic uh, protocol to treat the symptom as opposed to looking at the whole person. Here's what we do. We need to start. We teach you in this, in this in the certification series. We teach you the hierarchies of brain development, how to do the exam, all these things, right? But you have to start with this. We have to always 
know what we're doing, how is the chiropractic adjustment impacting the developing brain, and know how to frame your procedures, your exam, and your communication to yourself and to the parents and or the participant or the patient in your in your um, practice to to put to package this all together so you, so you know what's happening. And we do it like this by using the first two questions, the two big questions. Hey mom, I totally understand that you are fed up with Johnny's hyperactive behavior and that's why you're here because your neighbor told you to try it and we're kind of your last hope. Let's just say that's the scenario. We can probably all relate to that. Um, so here's what we say, listen, mom, we don't um, actually treat, um, diagnose or treat hyperactivity, you know, ADHD, but what we do, um, we, we, we have worked with a lot of people that have those, those behaviors, those manifested symptoms, certainly, and have seen some really good results. But here's what we do. We look for an underlying condition called subluxation, neurostructural shift that may be causing um, altered input in the nervous system, input from the world and the body into the brain. So the brain is not being fed appropriate information that impacts the way it's processing. And of course, the way the information is being sent out to the body that if that is going on, by the way, our exam looks for that. There's some clinical clues that are gonna be there if we see that. That's your chiropractic exam. Then we teach you what should be in that. Um, and have paperwork that's congruent with all this. That's the, that's the first question we have to ask. We have to look at, mom, it, do we have an input processing output challenge? Because if we're having altered input, it's going to alter the way we process and, we, and, and the way the brain sends messages out to the body, which is gonna alter the way your brain, your child's brain is processing, which is gonna alter the way they're moving through development and therefore the tools they're using to process their world. So the second question that we have to answer is, what tools, not just what is your child not doing well, like they're hyperactive, they're getting in trouble, they're impulsive, whatever. Not just that, we also have to ask the second question, ask and answer. And that is, we have to be able to ask and answer the question of, what is your child doing? How are they processing the world? What are the tools they're using to process their world? And we do that based on using what we know about brain development, and doing an exam, we call it a functional brain-based exam, to give us the information. So here's, here's the thing we know. We know that the brain is not fully developed at birth. We know that we have to move through a trajectory of development. Think about the brain as kind of opening up like a flower. As we move through development, we gain more sophisticated tools to process our world, starting with these things called primitive reflexes, moving into our big muscles, small muscles, auditory verbal eye, mu eye muscles, and eye control. And then of course, higher cognition, executive function, that kind of stuff. So if your child is having input processing output challenges, that can impact the way their brain's moving through development, which can impact the tools they're using to process their world, which impacts the way they engage and learn and connect in their world. The symptom, the hyperactivity, the impulsivity. So we need to mom first ask and answer the two big questions. Do we have an input processing output challenge and how is your child processing the world? What tools they're using? And what does that tell us about where they are in brain development or where their gaps may be? And when we have that information, then we can come up with, under, uh, with a plan and determine what clinical tools would be important and helpful to use to help encourage growth and efficiency with correcting those two problems, those two, those two challenges, questions.
the first part, the input processing output challenge, that's our clinical assessment. You know, when we have this thing called a subluxation, which is one of the, when the bones misalign, particularly in the upper neck, that can alter the way the brain is receiving information because we have a lot of receptors right here. And if the brain is getting altered input about where the body is in space and it's mismatching with the visual system, we've got a problem. And then we can become locked in that. So our clinical exam, we're gonna look for clues of that. If that's there, we have to start there. We have to, what we call till the soil, use our chiropractic adjustment to help it restore proper input processing output to then drive improvement in brain development and function. And we will, we will watch the change in the way the child is moving through the world. Does that mean that engaging, connecting and learning in the world? Does that mean that that's the only thing that we're going to do? No, we may need to add on top of that, but the whole time, and we have other clinical tools and other, uh, you know, we have people in the community, other providers that we work with, but the whole time we must maintain appropriate communication into the brain, processing and output. And that's why chiropractic has to be the foundation. So here's the thing, you guys, just that, the two questions and mastering the two questions, which we help you do, we teach you all about in the certification series. It is so much fun. This stuff is so much fun. But when you, this is such a fun way to practice. When you master that and you practice that and you make, you, you do your procedures around the hierarchies of brain development, subluxation, and these two questions, you stop chasing symptoms. You stop feeling like, oh, does this stuff even work? Is it me? Am I doing this right? When do I add something? It becomes like, do I refer out? Is it about they need this or us? No, it becomes about us and them. You have confidence and understanding. You can clearly communicate it. You have exams. You have re-exams. You have procedures and processes, communication, uh, paperwork, marketing, le community lectures, all of that stuff that makes sense, that is congruent and makes your job fun effective and you can make it help you make really strong connections with other pro providers in your community and become a team and you get great results so even and i find it even in like the high level like we've got some brilliant individuals in the focus elite access and focus academy and sometimes the more you know the harder it is not to chase symptoms so we have to, again, kind of repackage this, make sure we have a system, make sure we have a system of understanding, and then we can put the pieces together. We call this learning in a whole different way. Um, if anybody wants to jump in, our next, our certification series is open. We have, I think I was just talking to Brie, 14, 13 seats sold, um, 13 seats spoken for. We're only allowing, I said 50, but now I'm thinking 40 because we have a bunch of elite access doctors coming. Um, this time, so I don't know if we'll have enough seats. So 40 to 50, depending on elite access doctors, because they can come for continual training. It's February 4th and 5th is the live training. You have to watch the online learning modules before, which you get started in right away when you sign up. So we have a couple um, promo price uh, registrations left. First come, first serve. Um, and if you want those, we'll read or somebody or we'll post a link. Um, to that in the comments. You better jump in and get rocking and rolling pretty quick if you want the promo price, which is uh, $1,500 off. So, and we, and we offer, most people do payment plan and that's great, we like that, it's fine. Um, however you wanna do that. So jump in, join us, make the case for chiropractic. This is not only good for your community, this is good for chiropractic. So um, be well, do good work. Thanks for being part of the Focus Academy.